Hey guys, and welcome to Personality Bingo with me, your host, Tom Moran. So this week on the podcast, we have the brilliant Erica Rowe. Erica is an actor, a theatre maker and a co-founder of the Breadline Collective. Um, at the moment, she is in prep alongside Thomas Kane Byrne to launch Say Nothing to No One at the Project Art Centre. If you're listening to this on the Sunday that it comes out, you are just in time. Get your tickets to go and see this show. It starts this coming Monday and it runs until Saturday at the Project Art Centre in the Cube there. Um, it's an unreal show. It's great crack. Um, it's real authentically their voice. Thomas's voice uh, who's just such an exciting writer coming up in Dublin if you haven't already listened to his episode go back and do it it's a handful of episodes ago but again it's another belter and um, yeah go out and get stuck into it because uh, as a piece of theatre um, it's just real solid it's real good you're going to have the crack um, and the lads are great um, so go and support that this week at the Project Art Centre um, in terms of other work that Erica has been up to um, she's also done as a part of a trilogy of these plays actually again written by Thomas and with the Breadline Collective she's done well that's what I heard which was again another unreal play um, as we talk about in the episode Thomas's voice as a writer is just really um, defined already at such an early point in his career which is kind of incredible and Eric has been such a pivotal part of that her performance in both of these plays is unbelievable um, and if you're not around this week and you're going to miss out on this first of all shame on you second of all don't worry go check her out and take him down it's on RTE it's the new Stuart Carolyn show uh, creator of Love Hate and again Another play about like important issues and at the same time just pure like um, pure good, pure heart and um, it's uh, about the refugee crisis in this country and the way we treat and often mistreat the people that are coming into our country and um, just kind of how it's not good enough anymore. So I encourage you to go and check that out. So lads, enough from me. Please enjoy the brilliant Erica Rowe playing Personality Bingo with Tom Moore. Erica Rowe, ready to play Personality Bingo? Oh, I am. All right, sweet. Okay, uh, so a quick explanation of how it all goes. I've got 60 minutes on the clock. I've got 60 balls in here and 60 corresponding questions. I've also given you a sheet of paper there with five numbers on it. Would you do me a favour and read out the five? Yeah, uh, 9, 44, 60, 12 and 23. Unreal. Uh, I'm going to ask you one other favour. Could you pick uh, a six number, something between one and 60 that's not already there? 47. 47, okay. Any reason for 47? No, just popped into my head. Yeah, all right, yeah. scribble it down and we'll go from there. All right. Here we go. Number 14, do you have it? No. No worries. Number 14, do you consider yourself a creature or a habit? Um, yeah, I think so. I like to try and kind of break out from like doing things out of habit. But um, yeah, no, I definitely am. I'm a Taurus as well. I'm renowned for a kind of being. Are you a Taurus? Yeah. Well? yeah. What date? Um, you? The fifteenth of May. Fifteenth. Okay, I'm the fourth. All oh, right. Yeah. So uh, yeah, renowned for being stubborn and doing things that we're used to doing all the time. But like I was saying to you earlier on, like I, even coming in here, I was a bit nervous. But I was like, no, do you know what? I have to break out of doing things that I'm just comfortable doing. I do something out of the unknown. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Can you? Are you good in your your horoscopes? Like, can you tell me about what 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 is a Taurus? A Taurus is someone. Well, we're the bull of the zodiac. We're the second sign in the zodiac, and um, we're ruled by Venus. I'm gonna say. Okay. I think so. Yeah, I think we're. Yeah, I think it's Venus, and 
Yeah, we're known for being stubborn and when we're in relationships, we're very loyal in friendships. Mm -hmm. um, we're an earth sign and that's all I really know, yeah. Yeah, okay. But yeah, so it's like stubbornness, like habitual loyalty. Yeah. It's those kind of things. Yeah. Okay. And I think I think we're, we're a passion sign, I'm not sure. Like when we love, we love and... Yeah. Well, like, yeah, I really feel like that with me. Like if I'm... Doing like like there's a phrase that the lads run from say it's like full duck or no dinner like and that really makes sense for me like if I'm what doing something I'm really fucking doing it oh, like yeah, I'm absolutely yeah. going for it yeah. like it'll be full on and if I'm not then the, not at all like it's just yeah. like oh no I'll just forget about that now yeah yeah that's, like that's everything I, I do I do with a lot of like vigor you know what I mean yeah like, yeah yeah um, yeah I feel like I'm I'm a little bit like that as well like I but you know what as well Tauruses are also lazy and I do feel like I'm quite lazy sometimes okay like it, but like that as well if I have got if I am gone for something I will go for it mm. I think as well like that was like the thing with acting as well like I was doing it and I know like everyone well not everyone but a lot of people have to do like a part-time job like as well as acting and I was there I was working in a uh what's it called a Call centre. Yeah, yeah. How I could I think of that? But um, yeah, I was working in a call centre part time, and I was just absolutely miserable. And I was like, I if I want to do acting, I think I just need to, like, stop that and just try go for a full head on and just do it. And ever since I actually left that job, like other jobs have been falling into not falling into me lap. Like I feel like I am a hard worker, but like I feel like a lot more opportunities have arose for me after giving up the part time job. And I don't know if that's because I have more time and I'm look I'm more of a lookout now. But, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's funny. I, like, that's really interesting that you say that, like, just for me, like, at the moment, because it, in, like, different aspects of my life, it's just trying to, like, make space for the things you really want. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's nearly, like, in a way, if you're, you know, and obviously, if you're if you're in a position where you, you can do that, then do it. But, like, obviously, loads of people can because they need to pay their rent yeah, or whatever the yeah, fuck yeah. it is. But yeah, I'm a, lucky I live at home, like, so right. I don't have a rent bill hanging over my head, like, do yeah. you know what I mean? But it's amazing that, yeah, like, even just, like, not to be, ah, fuck it. I, you know, <laughs> like, I was going to say not to be too wanky about it, and I was like, I don't care, yeah, let's just no, go for it. But, like, you, you know, you just it, it's out there. You kind of open that space up for the universe to fill it with something you I, really want to do. And I am the biggest believer of the, like, the law of attraction like I think if you think of something that you're going to if, if you put it out to the universe it will come back to you and I don't know if like it's the actual universe giving it to you or you doing it for yourself yeah. but like I watched this program on um, there's a, a new network called Gaia and it's um like it's all like kind of about spirituality and stuff like that it's a, an app on your phone you can watch like just this thing called ancient civilizations and like there's I don't know why I'm talking about this Jeez, I actually haven't said this to anybody <laughs> but it's um they, they like in every single ancient religion like they talk about the tree of life mm. and in this program they're like people are always wondering what the tree of life is is it an actual tree and then in this they talk about you being the tree of life you as a human being being the tree of life and what you do is always going to come back to you. You, you you do everything for yourself and am i making sense here yeah 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 yeah, yeah. like you are the actual tree of life and you are the universe if mm -hmm. that makes sense yeah it does i mean yeah. what when you say because when you say the law of attraction, right? Because I'm totally open to all of this. I just don't, I'm not sure I understand it well. So like, what does that, so like, right, for example, let's just say, right, you're going to be in Taken Down, right, in yeah. a couple of weeks. That's a real cool job, right? Yeah. Let's just say you wanted to attract a real cool job into your life. Something like, I want to be on an RTE, like primetime series, yeah. right? So like, what would, if you're trying to like, um, bring that into your life in that law of attraction way, what are the actual practical steps to like doing that? 
I don't know if there is actual practical steps. I remember at the start of the year, yeah, like I was just kind of saying to myself, like without being cocky, I was like, I'm gonna, ha- I'm gonna be in a program by the end of the year. I just had it in my head. I was like, I am going. I need to do this for myself. I said, like, I am going to do it. And I like, I think, uh, yeah, if it's just in your head and if you keep on putting it out there, it is going to come back to you. Like, it's, mm. yeah, yeah, sweet, love yeah. it. All right, let's give it a spin. All right, here we go. Number thirty-four. Do you have it? Thirty-four. No. No worries. Number thirty-four. Do you cry often? No, do you know what? Like, I'm actually dreadful. I v- very, very rarely cry. That's what Thomas, like Thomas Cameron, he's always saying to me, like the only time I will ever cry is when I'm on stage. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's because I suppress so many emotions. I can literally cry with a click of a finger on stage. And it's pro- actually because I don't cry in real life. Yeah. Like literally, I could be having the biggest argument with someone and I'd just be like staring blankly at them. <laughs> or if even if something really 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 sad happens I'd be like I, I just can't cry I don't know what it is and and, and it's really bad because you should express your emotions and actually recently I did have a, a really big cry and after I felt great like I felt yeah. amazing after but yeah I don't know maybe it's just the way I was brought up or something I don't know we just don't really express emotion that often which is terrible yeah but oh, this is so interesting okay so two things First of all, with the acting example, right, of yeah. like, so when you're going to cry, as in, do you, like, is it a thing of simply like where, okay, you're in rehearsals and the director's kind of like, I think this is like the emotional, you know, high point of the piece. So like, if tears come here, like, let them come and you can just, like, what's the process of switching them on? It's just like, I know I have to do it. So I No, do I don't it. think it's, I think it is like thinking on past experiences that I haven't quite over. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're like a camel storing up your emotional yeah. trauma. I know, yeah. It's just, but it is, it's disgraceful. And I'm one of the big, like, I always say to people, all the time like if you if you feel that way just let people know like and, and I'm the worst I, I won't do it I'm a blocker right <laughs> yeah big time yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 I get you so and like what when the rare times when you do actually cry in, in real life let's say what is, is there a pattern to what gets you there like what's the thing that will get past that wall say that's stopping you crying more often I don't know actually yeah. I genuinely don't know it's just like yeah, maybe it's just the build up of stuff and I'm like eventually like this needs to come out like at some stage. Yeah. But I am very good at blocking things out and it's disgraceful. Well, no, yeah. yeah, it's 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 just interesting. Like um and my, I think as well, like sorry, I'm not interrupting you no, there. Please. My nanny used to always say like she was big very religious, like and I think as well in like, working class areas like the, the Catholicism or whatever, like she was I was used to saying, no, if we were crying when we were kids, she'd be like, don't let Holy God see you crying. And I don't know, maybe that has... Well, stuck, yeah. yeah. Maybe that has stuck with me. I'm not religious at all, like, but maybe maybe that has always just stuck with me. And, and do you know what your granny meant by that? Like, what, why she thought that God wouldn't want to see you cry? I don't know, like, maybe... I don't know. Yeah, yeah, you know, it's just fascinating. <laughs> yeah. That's real interesting. Yeah. I bet that did, because it's amazing how stuff, like, when you hear when you're a kid, and even though, like, she probably meant that fairly innocuous and just meant, like, cheer up. That's probably... Cheer, that's probably exactly That's probably what all she was, meant. Yeah. But, like, it's mad how you, you're, like, little, you know, developing brain can just hear that and, like, associate it with, like, oh, yeah, like, we don't do that. Yeah, no, we shouldn't cry. We should be happy all the time, which we shouldn't. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, but it's funny, because you don't strike me as someone who, like, would pretend to be happy all the time. I know, I wouldn't pretend to be happy. Like, if I'm in the horrors, everyone knows about it. Like, yeah, you know yeah, yeah, I mean? yeah. I get that, yeah. Emotionally, like... Like if I'm sad, I think I would try and like pretend I'm I'm alright. Yeah. But if I was angry, like everyone knows. <laughs> yeah, it's funny because I have that in like I've I don't I have it in me way less now, but it's even still there. Like, like when I was growing up, like I really was like always very 
smiley. Like I, I have a lovely smile, and I don't say that in like compliment myself. I, I have it because it was a big defense mechanism for yeah, me yeah. growing up. Because I knew if I can just flash this bad boy, <laughs> like no one will see how fucking devastated I am. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, that is what it is. So it's just like. Uh, if you're if 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 you look like you're alright then you're alright and that shouldn't be the way it is at all and I am trying to break that as well like it's like now you should let people know how you're feeling because it it is it's hard yeah but you know when you talked about that time recently when you did have the big cry and like uh and <laughs> it was really funny. I was hanging out with two doctors last night, right? Yeah. Um, random. Real random. <laughs> uh, and, uh, yeah, especially when I'm not giving any more context, but I'm just going to let that float <laughs> mysteriously <laughs> there. Uh, and they were talking about how one of the guys, um, sorry, they're actually in their last year of medical school, and yeah. they were talking about how one of the guys in their class had um, a tumour in his brain, and, like, really, like, really serious. Like, they did not think he was going to survive. Yeah. He had this big, major operation. He somehow survived. He's, like totally mentally intact in a way that they weren't sure that he would be he's yeah. got all his facility amazing recovery but he's in the class now and they're all kind of like are treating him like a case study nearly like yeah. they want to kind of know like what was it like who was the surgeon what way did they go in yeah they're looking at the wound in his head and i was saying to them i was like it's really funny because like as an actor as a writer sometimes if I am like talking to a friend and I see them telling me something real traumatic or them getting real upset, or if I sometimes if I even feel myself about to cry, yeah, and I'm uh, like, I stop myself because I'm like trying to remember what it would be like for when I need, need it. it. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. it's mad because yeah. like I was I was saying to them like they're they're like treating them like some kind of like. I think that no, sorry. They said themselves they don't want to treat this person in class like a case study. And well, I was like, you can't help yourself from yeah. doing it. As well. And I, like, and then as an actor, like emotionally, like you're, you're always taking case studies in yourself and people around you. Like, yeah, yeah. It's real interesting, like that, and because I was having uh, like a real big cry recently, like, um, and I, I would cry, I wouldn't cry all the time, but like, I would cry definitely. I, I'm not like blocked in that way, and. Uh, but I remember in the middle of it, like, and this is maybe like the biggest cry I've ever had in my life. It was just like real cathartic like yeah. that, you know, and I, I, just something real big had happened. And um, and I, but in the way I stopped it, and I, I wasn't trying to do this, but I thought about, oh, you should remember this for like, you know, <laughs> for, for <laughs> when straight away it. the emotion yeah. just like <laughs> stopped. Yeah, it's mad. Like, it's I think that's, I do, I do do that a lot. Do you yeah. find, yeah, yeah like yeah. when you, when you had that moment whenever you were crying recently, like. Did, did that top pop into no, your head? No, it didn't. No, it didn't pop into my head. I yeah. was just. I th- I think I just needed to cry so much. I wasn't thinking about anything else. Yeah, of course. You, yeah. And did it? Did it ta- because it's not something you're used to? Did it take? Like, did you feel a bit rocky for a few? Oh yeah, I was shaking by it. Like literally yeah. shaking. But mm. yeah, but then as well after I was like, no, I need to do this more. Yeah. I'm gonna put an hour a week every inside every week to fucking have a cry. Yeah, do, do you know there's like there's probably something to be said for that. I yeah. bet like there's some like culture in somewhere real just like together like India or China like somewhere where they like are good at like into their mindfulness meditation yeah. where they they do like they they do because like, you hear this like you know um, is it laughter yoga and I yeah isn't it and they do that every morning before they go to work some, yeah, in some places isn't it I think that's right yeah. I think that's right and like because it just releases like good endorphins yeah. or something but like crying yeah, like, must have something similar because it has to be good for you yeah I know it definitely is like you're getting rid of all the shite that's in your head yeah. you know? we're not getting rid of it but yeah. releasing some of it I know mm. I know right let's give it a spin yeah. alright here we go number 18 do you have it 
No. No worries. Number 18. The question is, are there any things that you do day to day to stay healthy? Um, it's weird. This is a weird question because for some reason beside this question, I wrote like examples. I, I think if, okay, <laughs> people don't like, you answer the question. I won't give my, my right, example. Right, right, right. Um, do you want my right. examples? Yeah, yeah. I'll give you my I'm examples. A, like, I'm like, do I do anything? No, because I guess it's, no, because examples are probably good. It's like, um, it's like in terms of like healthy eating, meditation, mindfulness, exercise, therapy. So I guess maybe it more is like about like, how do you just look after your brain? Yeah, well, j- for a while, like I'm a real bad sleeper and uh, for a while I was using the um, oh, what's the, the app called it's a meditation app anyway Head, Headspace Head, Headspace yeah. yeah and it was I, I don't know if it was the actual meditation or, or the fella's voice on it because he was so soothing and I was literally going to sleep in a few minutes and I, I don't do it anymore and I probably should start again because it literally takes me about two hours to get asleep at night yeah like I'd go to bed I'd probably go up well sometimes I go in about half ten eleven I won't get asleep till one or two in the morning like right. just rolling around and it's probably because I'm on my phone as well mm-hmm. do you know that way like and that's why we're so bad for using our phones as well like literally I'm addicted to it glued to it mm-hmm. so and I'm trying not to use my phone as much anymore and but I was at Florence and the Machine the other night and you know everyone had their phones out videoing and she said at one stage she was like right we're going to do something lovely now everyone's just going to put their phone away and just enjoy the rest of the concert and I was like do you know what yeah that is what it's all about and my little sister she's like she would very rarely use her phone and she was saying as well, she was like, yeah, that is. Like, we're here in the moment. We shouldn't be using phones or, like, we should just be enjoying it. And I was like, yeah, actually, like... I know. Yeah. I know, because, like, and so I, I get that all the time. Like, sometimes, like, you'll be at, like, that gig or at a football match or something. And, like, lads are just watching it through their phone, recording it. Yeah. And you're like, are you even ever going to watch this again? I know, That's yeah. the weird thing about and it's it. The, everyone's putting it on social media for other people to know what where they are and what they're doing, like, yeah. all the time. And... I've never enjoyed another person's concert experience no. on a story because no, like, it, it sounds shit. Yeah, like you can't see And then see as well, nothing. you're like, oh, I wish I was there. Like, so you're just like, all right, next. Like, yeah, do you yeah, know what yeah, I mean? yeah. It's so funny. Um, I think that's one of the like that, that's got to be one of the reasons why theater probably won't ever die is because like I I. Well, I could be wrong. I'm sure there's definitely been plays that have like used people's phones in it, like and like had the audience like texting things. I remember yeah. there was like a that was a trend for like a, a, a hot second, but like there's no phones in the theater, you know, unless someone fucks up. Yeah, but, yeah, but, like, yeah, yeah. And it like tore it off. That, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. That's got to be like one of the last places where that's a thing. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, like yeah, because it's like torn off your mobile phones. But um, yeah, I actually I don't think. Personally, I don't think theatre is ever going to die. Mm-hmm. Ever. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I think it's there's always going to be space for ever. Like, people love going... Well, you either love or you either hate going to the theatre. Mm. I, I personally hate going to see plays that are longer than an hour long. I'm too fidgety. I need to just get up and move around. But there's other people, like, that's what... I know this is terrible and I probably shouldn't say it, but I will say it anyway. Um... Uh, like the like, I wouldn't go to see a Shakespeare play, and it's not because like the work isn't good. It's just because like I just cannot sit through something that that's yeah, that, like four hours that long. long. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah, what yeah, I mean? yeah. Sure. Um, maybe that's the way we're conditioned now as well, because like people are just like quick off to something else. Like you know what I mean? Yeah. But I know people that would gladly go to see a Shakespeare play every night of the week. Like you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like Thomas loves going to see ev- any type of play. Like you know what I mean? Mm. And I'm just like, if. If it's longer than an hour, I'm like, get me out here now. Yeah, sure. Yeah, sure, yeah. Sure, sure, sure. I get you. What What does um What does like theater? Obviously, you're working it and you're 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 so busy with it. But like, what does it like mean to you? What does it represent for you? Like, what what part has it played in your life? I don't. I think it's just a release. Like, mm. yeah, like, yeah. I, I, it is a release. Like, you just 
I don't even know. I, I I can't actually even explain what it means to me. You know, it means so much that I actually can't even explain it. Like it's it's just something that's there that's always going to fucking help me with life and whatever. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, you're touching your heart like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah do you know what I mean? Like that's that is. It's like. I'm I'm actually shy at like as I said already like I just don't know how to express emotion like with pe- with anything and uh, but I can always feel it like it's like so strong inside mm. me like and as well like it just made like helped me meet so many amazing people and as well with the law of attraction thing again I think I the people who I have met in theatre are the people that I were supposed to I was supposed to meet mm. in life to be my friends like me and Thomas like we met so many times during our life like we met each other first when we were in stage school when we were only ten. Then we met each other, we we lost contact. We met each other again when we were like in Bolali. And that was the first time we went to college together. And then we lost contact after Bolali again. Then we met each other on a night out. And I know uh, actually we met each other, we did a spring awakening together in Smock Alley. Mm. And then we lost contact again after that. And then we met each other again on a night out. And we were like, oh, come on, we need to set up a theatre company. Like, do you know what I mean? We, like, the two of us like the same stuff. We didn't think there was enough stuff out there for people like was like, working class people mm-hmm. we were like let's do this and like I, I, we always say it, we were meant to be in each other's lives the amount of times that we've met on weird occasions as well like do you know what I mean we're like so I think yeah if I hadn't got theatre I wouldn't have a lot of things that I have now like yeah it's interesting so what does what does like what does the your relationship to Thomas mean to you oh stop like it's we're like a married couple like yeah. we are literally like a married couple like we kill each other like but at the same time like I don't laugh as much with anybody else and I think as well me and Thomas take a lot of things out on each other because we're so close mm. with to each other but like I am just so lucky as an actor to have so someone that is as good a writer as Thomas I'm not going to say to write for me because I'd never expect him to write directly for me mm. but like just to have him for him to know me as an actor and like I know I am biased like but I just don't think there is any writer like Thomas in Dublin at the moment and I think he's just brilliant no I actually I, no I actually feel like crying now and that's the first time I felt like this in ages that's amazing but I mean yeah like it's funny because yeah well I totally agree with you like there's definitely I think I said this to him when he was on doing this but I was like I if you say like Thomas Cain Byrne has a play and I mean this in a really good way like yeah. you kind of know what it sounds like he, like, he has a voice yeah, a I'm real established voice yeah. already after like writing what like three proper full plays yeah. you know what I mean and like doing it so quickly as well yeah um, and he's very I think he's very good at um, like listening to people and getting people's like their psyche almost like you know what I mean like he just knows mm. what type of person someone is when, when he's talking to them and that's why he's so good at writing like and I don't think he's very judgmental of people either and mm-hmm. I think that's what makes him a good writer as well because he doesn't really judge people too quickly like you know that way yeah. so yeah. yeah yeah, and I think me and him balance each other out a lot as well like because I'm kind of quite chill and Thomas is like now get the work done and I'm like right 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 like you know so yeah I think we're we are really good for each other yeah mm. can you like do you kind of feel like you are life partners in that way now like yeah yeah you're in it for the like long we run we could have a, a blazing round two months later like oh do you want a cup of tea yeah like, do you fight <laughs> oh yeah we do, like we would fight I think every close relationship but anybody we yeah. would people fight like but yeah but I think we have more laughs than we do fight so yeah that's good big time <laughs> what, what are the, what if there is going to be a fight like what is it what, what are the are there things that like you find yourselves tripping up over again and again or is it little small things or 
yeah usually it's me being a bit flighty right, 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 <laughs> yeah, and yeah. he's like did you do that I'm like oh fuck I forgot and he's like do it now that's usually what we're fighting over yeah yeah <laughs> yeah it is I've had like a save like right. I, I, yeah like I think sometimes if I was any more laid back I'd be in a coma like it's it's disgraceful gotcha yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. but look as you said like yeah like every good like um, I, I say couple in like that sense of like just two people who are doing whatever the fuck they're doing together like you need like the more and more I think like you need that like yin and yang because even if you look back on like if I look back on like relationships that just don't work it's because like it's like yeah, oh, too alike, we're too alike, alike yeah. yeah which yeah. and it's weird because like that's what like the fucked up part is like that's probably why you love them and also why you hate, hate them, them yeah, in the moments because exactly, it's the yeah. parts about you that you don't like yeah because you're saying like any and that's what like I, I was saying someone there a while ago and like like that as well I was like we're great together and at the same time like we are so like we will end up killing each other because ev- everything bad that I saw in him was a bad aspect of me as well. And I was mm-hmm. like, yeah, now get it. run from this now. Like, <laughs> yeah. And did were you able to do that? Like, just walk away from it? Yeah. And it was the first time I was able to do that. Usually, I'm really like, no, love me <laughs> forever. <laughs> uh, but this, I think, as well as you're getting older, like it's like, uh, I, I'm not able for these mad relationships anymore. I just need something stable and. A bit of excitement, but not too much madness. Yeah. <laughs> Even though I do love the madness now, I have to say. I, yeah, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I love a bit of chaos. I know, but it's funny. Yeah, like, I, I was thinking that in a, like, probably, like, the defining, like, not defining, but, like, the main relationship, like, of my life so far, right? Yeah. And, like, it, it's kind of come to an end recently. Yeah. And, it, and, it's, and, and it's hard and stuff, but... At the same time, like, with a little bit of hindsight now, and I'm only talking, like, a few weeks, a couple of months, maybe, whatever, it's just, like, the problem with it was we were so alike, and because of that, we we only really existed from, like, 0 to 20%, as in when things were fucking terrible, and, like, 80 to 100 when things were unbelievable. And, like, really, a relationship should probably be operating somewhere between, like, 70 and 90 percent ideally you know yeah. most of the time yeah, whereas we yeah. weren't we were just either sky high good yeah. or like like the lows are lows but the highs are really high like, and that's yeah, so and addictive it's, I know oh my god it's and it's it's so bad like because like when even when you are like like I have like in another relationship that I was in I like when I'm looking back on it like sometimes I like, oh that was great and then I'm like no it wasn't that was fucking terrible and that, people are like and like he, like he's not a bad person around but people are like oh my god you two are just so wrong for each other how did you last so long and I'm like I haven't got a clue how that happened at all like yeah yeah it's mad like that as well the lows are really low and the highs are really high and sometimes when you're looking back on stuff like that and why people keep on going back to people is because all they say is the good and mm-hmm. like it's like um, but when the good when it was good it was good yeah yeah, I know yeah and it, it's hard like and that's what's important about it I think as well well like certainly in my situation it's to like just acknowledge that like like it, it's to try not let all the bad times tinge all the 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 good times either and vice versa you know because yeah it's, it's really hard to have like perspective when you're in something intense yeah I suppose that's what it comes down to because even yeah. now like being outside of something you can look back and you kind of you kind of feel like you're looking back outside your body even like it's it's like like, an outer body experience it's like a past life almost like it's like (laughs) and like even I feel like a a different person altogether like and there was stuff that like when I was in that relationship that I wasn't doing for myself like I just loved him so much that like I was living almost for him like you know that way and Mm -hmm. now I'm like even like I wasn't acting as much I wasn't doing like not that I wasn't doing anything I'm not blaming him either it was me Mm -hmm. it was just like I was in a bubble like you know that way and you don't like you're you're just it is it's a past life like you you are almost a different person when you're in that type of relationship as well and people are like you're mad and I'm like I know I'm mad (laughs) 
<laughs> do you consider yourself a relationship person? No, or no, not at all. You like, like being single? Oh my God. Not, not that, like, I, I like being single and I like being in a relationship, do you know, that way. Mm-hmm. But for now, like, I'm just like, I haven't got time for fellas. Like, I'm just... Like, and if it takes me, like, I won't go out with someone unless I actually really know that I'm, like, something is going to happen there. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, I w- I'm shy for going on dates now. Like, if someone asked me to go on a date, I'd be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then on the last minute, I'd be like, oh, sorry, something came up. I'm dreadful for it because I'm just like, oh. Like, would you be lying that something came up? Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, like, it's just like, if I don't feel something initially, then it's like, I'm not going to do it. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, it takes me a long time to fall in love. But when I do, like, it's deep, like, do you know, that way. But mm. I. Yeah, I think when you know, you know as well. Like, you know what I mean? There's no point in going out. Like, I know some of my friends have, like, all these little flings, like, for a few weeks, and then they're with another, someone else for another few weeks. I'm like, I don't know how people do that. And, like, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. That's uh-huh. just what, what works for them. But for me, that does not work. I'm just, and I'm real scarlet as well. Like, you know what I mean? Like, if I I if I went out on a date with someone, I'd be there talking shy for three hours. Like, you know what I mean? And I'm just, like, not into that. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's so funny. I, I, the, I really recently... I went to the girl talk years ago, right yeah. in the school, like, and yeah. I met there was this girl there, and um, I always remember like she was gorgeous, like, and yeah. we got on great, yeah, like we we were friends, but like we weren't best mates or anything, but like everyone kind of knew her because she was just gorgeous, and like she was yeah. one of the people you just remember, yeah, and like I'd seen her like scattered throughout the years, and um, we bumped into each other recently, like real random, like it was li- we were both literally out jogging. It was really random, and I just moved into a new area where she lived, and it was all very coincidental. We ended up going for a couple of walks, and then, then, you know, um, it was actually very cool. Something I find super attractive is like if a girl asks me in a date because that's quite rare. Yeah, and she yeah. was like, "Well, I've been really enjoying hanging out. Do you want to go on a date?" So we did, yeah. and we went on on two dates, and it was lovely, and like we catching up, but like it was like. Going on a, going, it was like we were like meeting up as friends and at the end we kissed. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, like it wasn't weird or awkward. Yeah, no, it yeah. wasn't weird or awkward yeah. at all, it, but it, there was no, there was no spark there either. Like, and we were I so know, aware yeah, of that. But yeah. it's funny because like I felt exactly like that right after two dates, like genuinely. Yeah. And then she felt the same way, obviously, and she said it. She was just like, she was just like, look, this has been lovely, but I feel like you know, I feel like we're we're meant to be friends. friends yeah. and, and it was so funny though because I was like, I completely agreed, yeah. but I struggled to name that first. Like I, because I wasn't gonna say that to her probably for another like three or four dates. If I was, if, and I, eventually I'm sure I would have because like you're not gonna go live. But I, 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 I would find it hard to like identify that in the way. She was pretty cold and clinical. You know, two dates, they're both good, but like, yeah. we're not going to be a thing, so let's just go back to being friends. Friends, yeah, yeah. I yeah. really admire that, but yeah. like, I didn't have that in me in that moment. Yeah, to be able to say it. Yeah. I, I think, I think I do have that in me to say right now, this isn't going anywhere, like, but like, yeah, no, if I, if I really like someone, you do, like, even if you know it's bad, because like, as I said, I just love madness, like, it's mm. like, it, there's something in me that just wants chaos, like, right. but, as I'm getting older, I'm I'm kind of saying no. You you can't have that in your life. You're gonna end up a psychopath. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. On continuing on like that. So now I'm just like, right now this is good, but actually no, they cut it out now, right? Before it goes. Yeah, and do you find yourself to be like a different? Well, I know what you were saying there about when you were with that fella, you were acting less and whatever. But like, do you find yourself to be a different person when you're single versus in a relationship? Yeah, I think so. I think I'm more calm and collective when I'm single. Like I, I think, I see, yeah, I'm, I'm a very jealous person, and I'm very like, uh, I, I'd almost say possessive. Like it's horrible. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I'm real like, and then if something happens that makes me kind of question it, I just go mad. So I'm like, for the time being, I'm just 
want to be single and until I meet someone that's going to keep me sane. <laughs> do you know that right. way? That's not going to make me go off the head because I do like end up going for people that are like me a lot. So I'm trying not to do that. <laughs> so do you find there's more chaos in your life when you're single or in a relationship? Oh, I'd say that there's a, a, a good balance between the two. It's just different. <laughs> there's, a, yeah. there's a spread right <laughs> across. Yeah, yeah no it, matter does, what. it does. Yeah. That's but good. it's just a different type of chaos. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then that that's interesting about like the jealousy or possessiveness. Like would you have that even within like Say with Thomas, like just as a friendship, obviously you're super close. Would you have that there? No, not really. Like not when we friends. I'm like. So it's more romantic thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So what would it be like I, if? I, that's obviously fucking a problem I have with myself. No, I mean, but yeah, I don't. Yeah, well, I think like, yeah, I don't really have it in friendships at all. Like, yeah, it would just be relationships. Yeah. And do you think it like does that come from like? Like, is it something that happened before, like with like someone being no, unfaithful like, or something that, like that? No, I don't know. Never. I don't. Well, not that I know of. Anyway, yeah. no one's ever cheated on me or anything like so. But I don't know. It's Where just that there. Comes yeah, from? no, it's yeah, interesting. It's mad, isn't that it? stuff's interesting because it's one of the questions in the sheet is, do you consider yourself a jealous person? And like, I think as well, it, it can be interesting in what we do in the like acting sense. Yeah. Because sometimes, like, obviously, you're constantly like you're always in a world where you're you're auditioning beside your friends, friends and stuff yeah, like that you know yeah, yeah. so it's interesting you know how different people feel differently yeah, about it, I, I used suppose. to be like especially like with the likes of like auditions and stuff I used to kind of be quite competitive but now I'm just like if you're going to get something you're going to get it like and there's no point and me and Thomas always say it as well like you know if you hear of an audition that you think that you're going for that you think someone else would be good for like we always say it so I'm just like look I'm going for this like but I think you'd be actually absolutely great for it like I think the best person is going to get the job at the end of the day or not the best person the person who's more right for it is going yeah. to get it so yeah I think that's real good that like behaviour I think yeah. the more of I that never used is. to be like that yeah I yeah. used to be quite like oh no I'm, I'm, I'm going to get this like, you know yeah I mean? but, but no you're right like that's like that's just the difference between like a kind of a famine mentality versus like a feast mentality you know what I mean like yeah, I there's enough for everyone <laughs> yeah yeah like it, it doesn't feel like that especially in the moments maybe where you're not working and, and, and someone is and like you know, and sometimes it's not even a jealousy. Like, I, I wouldn't consider myself jealous, but I definitely, like, if I see, like, like, for example, like, you know, when she asking for it the other day and you're yeah. seeing, like, loads of your mates up there and yeah. it's amazing. I wasn't, I honestly, there's no part of me that was jealous, but, like, I was definitely, like, geez, I'd love to be I'd up there. I'd love to, yeah. You I know. know, I think we all, like, actors will always have that in them. Like, if there's a part that they think they could play, they're like, I, like I'd love to be doing that right yeah. now. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. it's good. Like, yeah. And I think that's, like, healthy because that's just, you're just kind of aware of what you want then. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. It's like that difference. But, um, all right, sweet. Let's give it a spin. All right, here we go. Number 29. Do you have it? No, no, no. No worries. Number 29. The question is, when you think about your childhood, what's your most clear memory? Oh, God. I had a mad childhood. Did you? <laughs> yeah. What was it like? Oh, my man and Dara just mad. Like, they had a mad relationship. Like, I think, and that's probably going back to why I always want a mad relationship because they say you want what you know, like, as yeah, well. Yeah. But um, what's my most clear? We used to go down to Wexford when we were kids. Like, we had mobile down there, like a caravan. And um, it wasn't mobile, it was a caravan. <laughs> but uh, we used to go down there every summer. And that's some of my most clear memories just going down there. And because we had, like, we were right beside the beach. and. I always say that, like, if when I have enough money to buy my own house, I'm going to buy a house at the seaside and just, just so relaxing. But, yeah, all my clearest memories are my best memories, probably, as a kid, are down there. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah, what what do you make of your parents' relationship now uh, that you're an adult? Oh, yeah, well, no, they're not together anymore, thank God. Right. Is, <laughs> yeah. it, is it, thank God? Oh, uh, yeah, like, they were just mad. Like, and like that as well, when they were good, they were good, but when they were bad, they were bad, like, mm. you know, that way. Mm. So, 
yeah, no, I, I'm I'm delighted they're not together anymore, to be honest with you. But at the same time, like, they're both great people, like, you know what I mean? But they're just mad. Yeah. Two brothers and sisters? I have two sisters, yeah. I have uh, a younger sister and an older sister. Oh, you're middle? Yeah, I'm the middle child, yeah. Interesting. Yeah, what, what child syndrome. Is is that a thing? Oh, uh, most definitely a thing. Like, And it's all in the head. Well, do you know what? It's not all in the head because I don't even think parents realise that they're that they're doing it like I think I'm quite independent and I think me ma's always like ah Eric is alright like you know that way mm-hmm. but I, middle child syndrome is definitely a thing yeah. feeling hard done by for no reason yeah <laughs> yeah yeah like how much of do you think you've chosen a career right where you stand in front of people and at the end of you doing your job they clap you yeah how much of that is you like trying to grab attention oh uh, well, like who I, who was I only talking to about this the other day I can't remember I think it might have been Amelia Amelia Stewart was it I don't know I think it might have been her but like I think all actors, there's something in us that we're doing it for approval. Mm-hmm. I th- it, there definitely is. Like, there's something, th- like, not like no one, well, I don't think anyway, personally, that anyone that is doing this job doesn't have a slight bit of them seeking approval in some way or form in their life. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Definitely. Uh, yeah, like, I've, like, I, it's so funny. Uh, like, I, up until really recently, like, I'm talking, like, weeks ago, or, or I would have, like, had an awareness of, like, things in my childhood that, like, wouldn't have been great, right? Yeah. But, like, it's only recently now where I'm kind of like, oh, my God, you had, like, a seriously messed up childhood. Yeah. I didn't realise. I know, Because it was my experience. Yeah, I yeah. was stuck in my life. It, and like, I didn't it was have, just the norm for you, yeah. Yeah, because you don't have the perspective of, like, everyone else. Yeah. And it was only, like, recently from, like, talking to people and therapy and things like that where I was just like, no, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah, no, like, and I was like, like, oh, I thought it was normal. I know, and as well, like, I think, as, like, and I, 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 like, I don't know if it, it is growing up in a working class area or whatever, but most of my friends had the same type, not type of, of childhood as me, but they all had mad childhood, so none of us thought it was out of the ordinary, like, yeah. you know what I mean? And not, I'm not saying I had a bad childhood in any way or form, it was just mad. And then, who was I? I was talking to Veronica Dias there a while ago, and she says, everyone thinks that they're the only ones that their family is mad but as you get older you realise everyone's family is fucking mad mm. like and it's and that's so true but like yeah at the time you're like this is normal <laughs> yeah big time when, when like when your parents split like what was the feeling for you like was it were you devastated or did you have a sense that this was the right thing was there relief uh, yeah I think there was a sense of relief yeah right I don't know yeah, I, yeah, there definitely was, yeah. What age, like, were you? I was in... I was doing my living cert, mm. yeah. Yeah. And it was just a mad situation in general, so... I don't know, it's, as uh, going back to I just blocked it out and I just moved on. Yeah. <laughs> Got on with life, I yeah. mean, yeah, because that's probably what you had to do, especially in the middle of your leaving cert, because yeah. there's so much going yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. What was, what was the crack with you during leaving cert? Like, did you... You went to Bull Alley, did you? I went to Bull Alley straight after school, yeah. Yeah, so you like, did you always know you wanted to be... Uh, always, like, since I have been, like, a child, I just knew that I wanted to be an actor. That's all I ever wanted to do. My ma said, like, you know, we'd be watching the telly around years ago, and during the ads, that was my time to get up and do a little show for everyone. Like, really? Yeah, yeah. No, I just love being centre of attention. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's big. And as well, like... Going back to the approval thing, like I was quite heavy growing up as well. Like, mm. do you know what I mean? As a teenager, I was like very heavy. Yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah, I was, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, I, I think as well, like it, it was. Not that, like this sounds terrible, but not that you don't get a look in when you're bigger. But like, you, like that is true. Like people don't pay as much attention to bigger kids. Do you mean like? 
boys. Uh, yeah, and like I think in general, people are just like, and as well, I think when when you are a bit larger, you want like to have a sense of humor. Like, do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. To to kind of defer from yeah. or whatever. get to the joke first. Yeah, maybe. like mm-hmm. type of thing. So I think that was always that kind of something that maybe might have spurred me on to want to show people that there was more than what was on the outside. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Does that make sense? It does, yeah. yeah. Like, I think that, you know, I think that a lot. Like, I think about when, when was the... Because really, it, do, it doesn't really make much... Well, it, it doesn't, it doesn't. Like, well, I was going to say it doesn't really make much sense for me, personally speaking, that I'm an actor. Like, I wouldn't... I mean, like, I definitely, like, I'm confident in loads of ways, sure. But, like, growing up, like, you definitely would not have... As a kid, like, I was very heavy. But what was more than that was I was so self-conscious about it. Yeah, this is it, And, like, yeah. I was the kind of kid, like, I was always pulling my jumper at school. Yeah. Chewing my sleeve. Yeah. I was I was just... I didn't... I was pulling... I, did, I wasn't comfortable in any sense yeah. of myself. And now it's so funny because, again, like, the, the job you do is you're, you're literally putting yourself... On a, on a screen, on a stage, whatever yeah. it is, for people to just look, look at, at you, you. I know. examine all of you, have an opinion about all of it. I know, and that's the thing. Like we're taken down as well. Like I'm, I'm real nervous to watch it. Like I, that's what my mum was like. Oh, we'll have, I'll have to watch your episodes together and all. And we have been watching all the episodes together anyway. Mm. But I'm like, no, on them episodes, I'm gonna have to watch it on my own. I'm not gonna be able to watch that in a room with anybody. Cause this is gonna be my first time seeing myself on telly. Like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. So I'm like, I'm, I'm so nervous about it. Like. But and then at the same time, like I did demo and I the movie, but I got cut out of it, right. and that's what I was saying. I hope I'm not caught. Like I really hope I'm not caught telling everyone I'm in it. And then like, yeah, do you know what I mean? Because it happens so easily. I as know, well. and it's nothing to do with you. That's just yeah, a reflection just, of what yeah, they needed. Yeah, like, exactly. What when when did the weight come off for you? Um, when I went to Bolali, I think it started. Yeah, I think it was like the last. Oh, and I used to do mad things. Like, I used to dye my hair mad colors and all, like kind of to. To, like the way you were saying, maybe. yeah, the self-conscious. Yeah, I think, yeah, I think it was at the end. Like, I'm, I'm still chubby. Like, you know, what I mean, like, I'm, I don't think I'm ever going to be stick thin, like person. Like, I'll always have a bit of weight on me, but and I don't mind actually. Do you know Would you like to be stick thin? No, not, not necessarily. Like, you know, yeah. what I mean, I don't think there's anything wrong with being really thin. Or I don't, do you know what I mean? But yeah, I, I don't think I'd necessarily. I'd like to be a bit skinnier, but. Then again, there's some days I'm like, oh my god, right, I'm going to go out, I'm going to go to the gym, I'm going to start losing it. And then other days I'm like, you know what, I actually don't, couldn't give a fuck. Like, uh-huh. but yeah. What, 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 when you like, when you started to lose it, say around the Bull Alley time, yeah. was it like a conscious choice? No, that's the thing as well. That's what, like, I, I actually went vegetarian for six months, right? I don't know, like, and then the way, that's when the way started coming off me. But, I, and I th- maybe that had something, but it wasn't like, I didn't go vegetarian kind of to lose weight, you yeah. know, that way. But yeah, it was, it was kind of like a lot, a lot of my friends always say to me, they're like, you're a different person than when you were a grown up, like you look like a different person. And mm. I'm like, yeah, I know. And they're like, when did that happen? Like, cause no, no, none of us can actually remember. Yeah. Like when it happened, it just, yeah, yeah, it yeah. just happened. It like, just happened. Yeah. 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 It's funny. But as well, like even just growing up, like I think uh, like even I'm not. I'm not, even, not even talking about like puberty or something, but like your, you just your body just develops differently, you know. Yeah, is it? Maybe my metabolism just went faster as I got a bit older. Like you know what I mean? Because I still eat shy all the time. Like I'm, yeah. I have the biggest appetite ever. Like really? uh, yeah. Oh my god, I would eat rings around myself. Like, and I like I really have to watch it. But yeah, I know I have a real yeah, big appetite. It's funny. I'm the same. Like I, I like I have friends, right? And they can eat whatever they want, and they'll be. Like they they'll just look great. Yeah, they just yeah. will. They'll they'll be real slim, and if they're going to the gym at all, they'll they'll look you know they'll look filled out in that way, like muscular or whatever. But like with me, like 
whatever like like whatever state I'm in now like I have to like work to keep, like I can't really eat bad yeah do you know what I mean yeah like I I can't yeah because or else I'll I'll go because it may, maybe maybe the reason I asked that question I hope you didn't mind where I was like do you no, want to be stick thin no, no. but I think that yeah. if I ask myself that question it's like I don't want to be stick thin but like I would really want to be trim like yeah I would I would re- <laughs> if I if I put weight back on I would really struggle with that yeah I, I don't think I'd be okay with that yeah see I kind of fluctuate in my weight as well like I'm like some uh, like yeah I just go up and down all the time and mm. I think it's just something that I'm gonna have to get used to like I that's I'm always gonna be like that like um, I know I know yeah. yeah it's yeah and that's something like I remember chatting to like a few female friends about it and even even chatting to like my mom about like just stuff like menopause and stuff and how yeah, that affects your yeah. body like female friends like going on the pill and how they have to like just be like yeah well I'm gonna probably like balloon up and wait a little yeah, bit yeah so see, I, like that's what like I like I'm not any on any type of contraceptive because of that reason because I'm afraid that like I'd be right there with you if, you know, if, 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 if men if, if you took it, it. <laughs> yeah you know what I mean yeah I really would because yeah. I I'd, I'd be like I don't know how I'd love to be like in a mentally healthy enough place around my like body image to 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 be cool with that actually the last episode that just came out on Sunday if you get a chance you should listen to it because it's amazing it's this gorgeous girl uh, Justine Stafford she's just such a sweet human yeah uh, she's a comedian and she works for Joe.ie yeah, yeah yeah and she talks about like her eating disorders and and you know being in rehab for them yeah. and body dysmorphia and it's just amazing I don't know when people like can talk about that freely like I think it's yeah it is special like yeah even even for example um and to my shame I didn't get to see it either time but um Thomas's show like the fattest dancer in St. Bernard yeah. I don't know anything about that show other than the fact that it has the fattest dancer in St. Bernadette <laughs> yeah, and like it's already giving me anxiety yeah you know yeah, what I mean yeah yeah because for me like it's so amazing that like someone can own their body whatever it is yeah whatever it looks like just own it like that's, yeah that's real it's actually that's a real sexy thing in yeah someone. it is like I think like I'd love to be able to do more of that as well yeah 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 right let's do okay. a spin all right, here we go. Number 15, do you have it? No. You must have just took all my numbers out of that. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Too, We're just you? giving you a hard time. <laughs> yeah. uh, number 15, what are your memories of 9-11? Oh, God, what a random question. I know. I remember I was in school. I think... You're younger than me, are you? I am 26. You're 26? Yeah. You? Oh, yeah. my God, I did not realise that. I know, everyone says that to me. Yeah, I know. Everyone says I look 19. I don't think I look that young now. But I've been told 19 a few times. Yeah, yeah. like, I, I thought you were... I think I probably thought you were... How old are you? 25. 25, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I thought you were 21 or 23. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I know. I do. Because you've got a real youthful face. Like yeah. yeah. I think it's because I'm quite immature as well. Like, I'm just really, ah. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I, I think that comes across. Yeah. Well, yeah, a lot of people say I look younger. But 9-11. Yeah. I know it's a mad one, but... I guess maybe the reason it's there, like for me, because I make all these questions, obviously, so they're all like biased by like my experiences. But like, I think somewhere in my life, that was a real, um, just mad. I just remember it so clearly. And I, I remember, remember being afraid. I remember as well, yeah. I, yeah, and I was in school. I think I might have been in, maybe, third class, maybe. What, 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 what would you say? I think that's dead right, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I would have been in third class. And I can like, remember my teacher and all that time, and they brought the... Um, What's called it like the a telly into the classroom yeah. and everyone wheeled was it in on that weird yeah, cart the, they yeah, used to have yeah. yeah yeah and they wheeled it in and like it was like I remember us all watching it and at the same time I'm looking back and I'm like why did they do that to kids in tour class and then I'm like now like that kids should be showing more and more like of 
I was going to say the hardship of like, but that's not the right thing. But like of the bad things in the world, because I think a lot of kids are quite sheltered as well mm-hmm. from stuff that's going on around. But not so much anymore. But I think when we were growing up, like things were kind of hidden from us a lot. Like, you know, that way, mm-hmm. like saying, no, this isn't going on. But well, not so much anymore. But I, I don't think that should be the way with kids. I think they should be showing what's going on in the world. And well, the badness as well as the goodness. I yeah. Suppose. Yeah. It's interesting. What do you, Yeah. Is kids something that you want? No, not really. Yeah. Like, I never really wanted to have kids. I always used to say, no, I don't want kids. I, I haven't got the time for it. Like, and even uh, people are like, when you get a bit older, you will want kids. And as I've gotten older, I'm like, I don't... Like, sometimes I see a baby and I'm like, oh, I'd love one of them. But, like, just for a day and then I'll give it back to someone. Like, do you know what I mean? Right. But, um, yeah, I've never really wanted kids, mm. ever. And maybe, maybe I, my mind will change. And if it happened, like, it happened. Like, do you know what I mean? But Totally. Yeah, I, I just not, I especially not now anyway. <laughs> I know, I know. Yeah, I'd say maybe about 25, maybe, if I ever was going to. But then when I get to 25, I'd be like, oh, maybe 40. And then that's kind of the cut-off line then, isn't it? I know, yeah. I mean, it's so funny because I think, like, for our generation, like, everything is happening later for us. You know yes. what I mean? Like, like yeah. uh, you know, my parents were, like, pretty much married when they were my age. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, Like you know that means they were about to get a, a house yeah. you know what I mean and all this mad shit and like I am so far away from all of those things yeah I know my man and dad were married with a child and all at my age like you know what I mean that's what I'm looking back yeah. but as well like I like, and I'm not saying there's anything wrong with it like with some of my friends now like they have a house with their fella and kids and like one of my best friends she's saving for a mortgage at the moment and I think they look at me though and I'm looking at them saying you are mad like do you know what I mean like there's so much more to life and at, at the same time they're looking at me saying you're mad like what are you doing like your mm-hmm. your, your life is hectic so, so I just think everyone's just so different because like I, I couldn't, like you said, like, you're so far away from that. I can't even imagine saving for a mortgage now. I'm really keeping myself afloat, like, do you know what I mean? And, yeah. Yeah, it's very, yeah, it's very weird. Like, I, yeah, because I, I, I think, yeah, I, I went through that phase as well. Do you know, when I didn't want, like, isn't we're both, like, so young to be talking about it even, but, like, I just, I just it's, in, it's I think that's, like, a sign you're getting older. Because oh, yeah. I'm interested. Yeah. I'm always afraid that it's, like, a bad question to ask, like, uh, like, like a female because I never wanted to be like because you know they say that's the kind of question you, you, you only ever ask women but it's like I ask men too I yeah, think it's so interesting yeah. I'm always so interested in it but it's like um, yeah it's just how it affects I think in particular with our career like because you're like certainly with me because I'm like I can't I would not be in a as you said like I yeah. can like pay my rent now and whatever like that but like I, I can barely look after myself financially yeah. it's like how would you look after and like as well like I was only talking to someone about this recently as well it shouldn't be that way in a career either there should be more outlets for us to be able to if we want to have a family have a family and mm-hmm. I said, think cause there's a lot of male actors that I know that have kids that are getting on like okay with their career but there's a lot of females that like once they do have a child they do kind of have to stop for a while and mm-hmm. to, like do you know that way and it shouldn't be that way at all. Like I was like, like Lauren Larkin is a great like example of this. Her and Peter, they have Robin. They're married, and she is absolutely killing it at her career at the moment. Like, and she was the one who's because I was like, oh, I must be hard, and she was like, yeah, but it shouldn't be hard, Erica. Like we should be able to do this as much as male actors, and, and uh, like there just isn't enough f- for us to be able to. And she is absolutely killing it. Like, and she is doing such a great job of being a mother, a wife, and like. Like s- excelling at her career, like you know that way. Yeah, yeah. And I said to her as well, 
I said, Jesus, you're so lucky with Pierre. And she was like, yeah, but he's also lucky. Well, no, she didn't say also lucky with me, but like, it shouldn't be that way that you're always saying to women, oh, you're so lucky that your fella helps out with you. That should be the way it is anyway. Do you know that way? Yeah. So. I know. It is funny, like, for however, however much society has progressed. And I think it has progressed an awful lot. And like, quite quickly, like, obviously there's so much more to go. But like, that is one of them things. It is still, I don't think it's taboo necessarily. But like, as you said, it, it is, you do still have that thing to be like, aren't you lucky? And she's so right to be like, no. Like, 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 I'm correct. Like, as in, this is is what should be happening. Yeah, Yeah, like, it should be an equal kind of, and like, it is coming on, like, but there is still that, like, and I I would consider myself like a fe- like a, f- a feminist. I don't know if yeah I would like, but it's still that's still in my mind frame of being where like oh, aren't you lucky that you have a fella that's so good to you? But yeah, yeah, yeah but you don't exactly. You and don't. I shouldn't be thinking like that. It's just embedded into us from like growing up. Like I know, that. I know. Yeah, it's, yeah it's funny. It's funny. It's good to catch them thoughts though when they happen and just be like, oh, weird. Like, let's challenge that. Yeah, well, let's why am I thinking that. like yeah. that? Yeah, yeah. Exactly. I think that's the most important yeah. part. Right, let's give it a spin. All right, here we go. Number 59. Do you have it? No. No worries. No, no. Number 59. Have you ever had a near death experience? No. Okay. <laughs> Did I ever have a near death experience? No, actually. Ever. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's God, good. I'm, that's, I'm very grateful for that. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, years ago, I. Um, we used, there's a park around the corner from my house and we used to go around on our bikes and we there was a big hill that we used to all go down on the bikes and kind of skid at the end of but there was a railance right at the, the thing and mm. I skidded on the bike but went into railance and my ear like was kind of hanging off but that was the only kind of ever real bad thing that uh, like bad accident that ever happened to me Did that's do you ever actually thought about that yeah that's, I'm very lucky that's good, no? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm yeah. Glad, yeah. yeah. Um, what what happened with the so your your head? Yeah, yeah I, I crashed into crashed into the railings, and whatever way I crashed into it, it ripped me ear. My ear was like almost hanging off. Oh like, my god! Yeah, I still have a big scar behind my ear, but um, yeah, and it was just it was me, and I kind of just stood up. It was me and me friend Eric and me little sister Megan, um, me ma and Eric's ma were walking around the park behind us, like, and um. I just I, all I can remember from it is Eric screaming at my little sister Megan just saying get your ma get your ma get your fucking ma and Megan was standing there staring at me blood all over oh me no. and like it was just so I, she just was standing there in shock that's all I can remember really from it and then next thing I was in the hospital <laughs> wow did did you uh, could you hear like did it affect your hearing or anything no like it didn't that? affect me hearing like it was like it, it's like I don't know how to it's like it was like a slit, like it wasn't like actually on a tread hanging no, off. Sure. But it was like, do you know what I mean? It was just yeah. hanging off a little bit, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just yeah. hanging off a little bit. <laughs> just, just hanging off a little bit. That's all right. One of the things you said there was interesting, and only because I've been thinking about it recently too. But uh, you said like I'm very grateful for that, just yeah. about like having never nearly died, which is actually like lovely because you're right. What's your relationship to like uh, gratitude? Like I like recently I, I read it somewhere as well, and as well I think. <laughs> Come back to the law of attraction, mm-hmm. but um, I it's apparently like if you really think about gratitude, like if not think about it, if if you are grateful for things and actually genuinely grateful for things happening to you, like mm-hmm. then more good things are gonna happen to you. Right. I, I've I've heard that. Yeah, and, and like that's what I'm trying to be more like that recently. Like, like with work that I have gotten over the past year, I'm like, oh my god, I'm so grateful for. I'm looking at some of my friends and they're like, they haven't 
haven't I, I, this sounds bad like but they haven't walked in a while and I, I'm looking at them saying Jesus this year has been really good for me and I'm so grateful for that like do you know what I mean because some of my friends are getting real down about not walking mm. and yeah I don't know I think if if you are grateful for something and like that genuinely grateful for it then more good things are going to happen to you because I think as well a lot of people take for granted things that are happening to them like they're not things that happen to them like oh yeah I deserved that and yeah maybe they did deserve that hard workers but they're not saying thank God as well like you know but just grateful Uh, in general yeah yeah no totally yeah it's so interesting because I I, I, I'm the exact same I've been trying to like actively practice it and like literally you know if I'm out on a walk or a run or whatever and like make a list in my head like I'm literally like I'm grateful for this I'm grateful <laughs> like like a robot yeah yeah but as well you don't want to be like I'm grateful for this when I'm when you're actually not oh exactly like, yeah, yeah no but it's you don't want to be forcing it to him but you like, yeah no not, totally yeah. totally you know but it's so funny to try and find the right balance of it like what's the like the honest way to do that yeah yeah you know because but I do think when you're walking like as well like like when I, I was filming for Taken Down in Dublin Waters I was like I'm like, I was sitting there and I'm like, I'm looking at the people that I'm walking with. I'm like, I am so grateful for this. And then you're walking with people and you're, you're like, thank God that that I'm able to learn from these people. And yeah, I don't mm, know. Yeah. It's mad, isn't it? Yeah. No, it's amazing though. Yeah. That's sweet. All right, let's give another spin. All right, here we go. At number seven. Do you have it? No. No worries. Number seven. The question is, what is an achievement you're most proud of? God, an achievement I'm most proud of. I actually don't know. Mm. I've never thought about that. An achievement I'm most proud of. I mean, this, like yeah. I, I, I'm gonna try help you. Yeah. Like, uh, <laughs> like in terms of like this, this year, like, yeah. I, isn't I wouldn't know you super well or nothing, yeah. but like I, probably I'd say I only, I'd say I, am like kind of aware of you for about like not that this is not by the way an achievement of like the last like 15 months or something like <laughs> that's that that's my achievement yeah, that's your achievement <laughs> yeah, yeah, that like yeah, I'm yeah, aware you know. of you that's the <laughs> yeah, barometer yeah. for yeah. success today <laughs> uh, no Jesus but um, but you know what I mean like, but I feel like you've kind of been like everywhere for the last year which yeah. a- has to be a good yeah, no, feeling absolutely so, like, I, do you know what actually I think me like me biggest achievement career wise I think is setting up breadline with Thomas yeah. like and looking how far we have come in a year like three players three full length players like learning how to produce like I don't do much of the producing Thomas does a lot of it like but even being able like to learn because I think when you're just being an actor like I don't think you actually realise how much work goes into putting on a play and for, for for us to I'm not saying this in a cocky way at all like but for us to have three players in the past year for people to actually like that the way you said you're you're aware of what we're doing like for people to know what we're doing and know the type of work we're putting out there as you said like if you go to see a Thomas Cameron play you you know that it's going to be his voice and like for for that to just be around I suppose that's like that is a big achievement like we've mm. literally set up breadline from a chat in a pub do you know what I mean saying we need to do more work, work for people like us but like that like 
yeah, I suppose that is probably my biggest achievement career-wise. Big time, big yeah. time. What? Uh, by the way, it's a brilliant name for a theatre company. The Breadline Collective. Yeah. It's because we're always on the fucking Breadline. I know, I know, <laughs> but I love it. I yeah, love yeah, it. Yeah, because yeah. I think that is such a hard part about setting up and a theatre company. Someone, someone else was setting up a theatre company there a while ago. Me and Thomas were just saying, we were like, that name was just always going to be your name. Like, we never had difficulty thinking of it. It was just literally like, Breadline, like, yeah, the Breadline Collective. Like, yeah. Yeah, it, it, it is. It's like... There was never like, oh, what are we gonna call the company? It was just always there for some reason, like, yeah. and not for some reason because we're always fucking broke. But <laughs> yeah, I know, I know, I <laughs> yeah, know. Yeah. No, it's amazing. All right, let's give it a couple more spins. All right, here we go. Number, where are we at? Number forty-nine. No, no worries. Number forty-nine. The question is, if you could choose one person to interview yourself, who would it be? Oh God, who would I interview? Do you know who I actually love? And there's, I'd love to interview Cathy Book. Okay. Yeah. Who's she, that? Do you know, um, she plays Perry and Kevin and Perry. Um, she's just like, she's a comedian, like, but she is, I know, do you know who else? Oh my God, Julie Walters. She is my favourite actor of all time. Like her and Educating Rita was one of the main ever films that I said, this is what I want to do. Like, I want to be an actor. I want to play them type of parts. Like, mm. I thought, like, yeah, maybe Julie Walters or Cathy Brook. Because the two of them are, like, working class people as well. Like, do you know what I mean? They have literally, their careers are amazing. Like, and I'm just, like, very fucking blade to us for being able to do that. And as well, Julie Walters wrote a, she did a interview there a while ago. I hope I'm quoting this right now. But she did, like, about kind of... um working class people not having the opportunities to go on and pursue a career in acting because of the because of the fact that they do always have to have that mm-hmm. uh, part-time job and to be able to just move that into your mind. Oh, I'm so sorry no, I just interrupted again <laughs> yeah, yeah no you're so fine yeah no she um did like uh what was I saying oh yeah she did, um she's like working class people don't always have the opportunities to go on and to actually train properly in theatre like you know that way or and I I think like for people that have gone that far in their career to still be able to look back and say actually now more needs to be done for like not like people like us but like do you know that way yeah, like I for do. her to actually be like be so far in her career and not forget who she is or anything like that I just think that is amazing like mm. and I'd love to meet her like she is literally me idol like I love her yeah yeah yeah, would you like to interview people? Is that something? No, you, no, you, definitely not. Yeah, like yeah. even like I, I'm like, I, I don't even like being interviewed. No, I wouldn't. I'd just talk shy for, for the interview. Uh, <laughs> Erica, have you seen my interview style? <laughs> <laughs> okay. uh, good at it. Have me talk about things I never thought I would have been talking about. <laughs> no, Jesus, no. I mean, yeah, it's yeah, it's funny. Yeah, interviewing is funny. Like, is it um? Because it's so funny as well. Like that, that like that's one of the weird things about acting as well if you're at a certain level of it right yeah. that then like that that becomes a part of your job is yeah. like, like you know you know because that's, that's a weird about like you know maybe less so with gigs here but like it and it definitely can be but if you're like say doing a big gig in in the uk or in um la or something like that like your job is as much to like sell so, the thing yeah i know like i'm doing q a is like that's a i just uh, that's my worst nightmare like it really is i'm actually dreading having to do that type of stuff but at the same time really want to do it does that make like yeah well because it would represent sense? like if, if you're being asked to do something like that that would represent like your people respect you in a certain way uh, which would be lovely yeah exactly but at the same time I'm, I'd just be afraid to, I'd make a show on myself and me words would be twisted like because mm-hmm. I do talk a lot of shite like do you know yeah, that way yeah. That's but I at the same time I would really like to do it mm. it's mad it's a kind of 
have to find the balance, don't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I get you. Right, let's give it one more spin. Right. All right. Here we go. Number 24. Do you have it? No. No worries. Number 24. The question is kind of a lovely way to finish. What is your definition of success for yourself? My definition of success is to just be able to live off what I do and be happy. That's all I genuinely, you know, like when someone says make a wish, like I know you're not supposed to tell anyone what you wish for, but I always say I just wish for happiness. Like that Mm -hmm. is genuinely what, and do you know what? Like my ma has done everything for us. Like, Like I mean everything. And what I want to just be able to do is just to like, let her say, like not have to walk or just to be able to look after her like do you know what I mean she has she is just amazing like I actually feel like crying now even talking about her like she is just she has done everything for us so that that's what I want to be able to do oh Scarlett for me crying no oh my god what a lovely round oh of the episode I know, I know, you're gonna make I me do, cry like, now she is just some woman and I know everyone mm. says oh their ma's the best in the world but like she really is and I owe her a fortune <laughs> I do I owe her a fortune like literally and I owe her me life and like she is just are yeah. you crying as well? I think it's lovely yeah you're making me cry oh uh, gas it's very sweet yeah I know she's a cry but it doesn't take much to make me cry oh does it not seeing you cry made me cry I know yeah it's just like I did a play there a while ago Um, in the project it was Nassim Mm. And I, I don't want to say too much about it because it's a play that you have to go, but there is talk of, like, a ma in it, like, and I was just but thinking of my ma as well. I just started sobbing, like, and I, she doesn't, she's so selfless, like, she would never do something to, like, gain herself. Like, she just, if I said ma, I need this, she'd be like, yeah, no problem, or ma, I'm late to an audition, will you please fly me into town, even if the traffic is 45 minutes long, like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. She would literally do anything for anyone, and for me and my two sisters, and my niece, my niece lives with us as well. Mm. She, like, would... She's the just the best. Wow. And that's so that is my definition of success. To be happy and to make me ma happy and to be able to do something lovely for her. Love it. Yeah. Erica Rowe, thanks so much for doing Thank this. Thank you very much and having me talk and spilling my heart out crying. <laughs> I don't cry. Yeah, well, <laughs> that's the only reason we brought you here. Yeah, this is um, it. <laughs> come here, do us a favour. I know um loads coming up um between taking down. Yeah, this week. Down. yeah, um I'm not, No, I'm not in this week's episode. I'm in episode five and six, hopefully I'm not cool. Um, we have Say Not To Know next week in the project so we preview on Monday and opening night is on Tuesday and tickets are absolutely flying out so people need to book them and um, yeah so unreal keep, yeah. keep an eye out on the new year for yeah. loads more yeah. Breadline yeah. Collective yeah Breadline Collective is going to be coming, coming on full swing even more in the new year so yeah, and there's a few other little projects that I'm not sure if I could talk about. Yeah, <laughs> yes. we were talking about off mic. We don't want to get you sued. Yeah, yeah, but, um, yeah. I, I can say it's some real exciting stuff. For it's you. Real exciting um, stuff. So yeah, I'm next year. For you yeah, I, can't I know. See I'm it. delighted as well. Yeah. Erica Rowe, thanks for playing personality bingo. <laughs> Sweet. So, guys, that was the amazing Erica Rowe playing Personality Bingo. Erica, if you're listening, a massive thank you to you for taking the time to do it. I know you're flat out with rehearsals and everything that's going on for you, but it was an amazing episode and, like, uh, kind of what an arc to it. It was kind of it was kind of cinematic in its scope and uh, I absolutely loved having you on, so thank you so much. Uh, as I say, go check out Say Nothing to No One in the Project Art Centre. It starts this coming Monday and it runs until Saturday. Um, they're a real exciting company, lads. Uh, the Breadline Collective... Um, 
there's no avoiding them. I go and see them now while they're early. You can be say you were there at the start because uh, I have a feeling these guys are not going away. Uh, and thank God for that. Uh, and also go check Erica out, uh, out in Taking Down, the new series on RTE. Um, she's in the last couple of episodes, but uh, catch it on the player if you haven't already been watching because it's real good TV and, um, again, really important. Um, in terms of other news, we have the brilliant Ashley O'Mara coming on uh, in the next few weeks, which I'm delighted to say. And we are real close to episode 100. It's kind of mad. Do me a favour if you have been listening up until this point. Thank you so much. Spread the word. We're coming up to 100 episodes. Like that. We're not messing around. That's serious going. It's been literally one episode every single week. I'm so proud of that and I'd love to get it out to as many people as possible. So if you do know someone who might enjoy this episode or any other episode for that matter, go and pass it on their way and... Um, Let's get the personality bingo family growing because um, I'm real proud of what we're doing here and um, I hope you guys are still enjoying it. Um, so uh, the thank yous as always to the boss woman Erin Lindsay for mixing, editing and producing this podcast. To the brilliant, um, who will we go for today? Leah Moore and Anthony Manley. Let's do that one first uh, for their gorgeous theme music lads. Thank you so much. And to the phenomenal Connor Nolan for his beautiful artwork. Connor, thanks a million as always. And to the main men. Alan Bennett and Paddy O'Leary for having us a part of the network, um, the Head Stuff Podcast Network. Go and check out the ream of other podcasts here. There's so much good stuff going on. And um, yeah, tune back in next week when Ashling O'Mara plays Personality Bingo with Tom Morley.